bag of dough, Monday morning coffee, strong horn, everything it got into a paycheck Friday night. Your power stroke, decent backhoe riding, king of beers, 18 wheeler driving, living life in between the lines of clocking in, quitting time. All right, we are back. It's the Renegades on Dirt podcast. Kaylee and I have been having some discussions about what's been going on, what's coming up, and some of the things leading up to what we're calling our flagship show, the Rennie Hughes Memorial on June 22nd. Uh, I've been fairly active on the Facebook page and the interwebs, the in, yeah, the interwebs or the outer webs or the outlying reaches of the nation. And put out some requests for some stuff, but we've been getting some other emails as well. One of them kind of stands out. And I thought I'd read it to you, and then we'll discuss it a little bit. But this one is... Really? Uh, I look forward to this. It's, it's kind of an interesting take on racing and grassroots motorsports. So, anyway, this email... And I'm not telling you who it's from. He just wants to be an economist with a racing problem. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> it's it's kind of like, you know. At least he's bo- something with a racing problem. <laughs> it's better than being nothing with a racing problem. Yeah, my drinking team has a racing That's problem. Right. That's right. <laughs> That's how we all started. Well, not the drinking necessarily part, but uh, the nothing. <laughs> a teenager with a racing problem. Well, yeah. Teen angst. You got to get your aggressions out somewhere. That's right. Anyway, it says, hello, Northern Renegades podcast. I have spent literally days trying to put into words problems we have in motorsports today in a way people could digest. From a supply and demand versus human tendencies and characteristics standpoint. God, I should learn how to read one of these days. (laughs) I took notes on Facebook conversations, interacted in varying ways, Engaged reactions considering the subject's age and functions within the motorsports. I have abandoned all of it. However, it led me to one realization. This is the natural progression of a free society. I have now stopped looking for the answers as you would look for a buried treasure. Knowing it's out there to be rediscovered. And whose damn phone? Shut up, I don't want to talk to you. I'm in the middle of something. Good Lord, I thought I had that shut off. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, who is that guy? <laughs> anyway, back to the... Uh, where was I? I've now stopped looking for the answer as you would look for a buried treasure. And knowing that it's out there to be rediscovered and is just being a matter of finding the right combination or the right group of people to exonerate or perhaps free us of the tyranny it feels like we currently have. Wow. All right. It's pretty strong feelings. You can see that or you th- swallowed a thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's not the root of the problem. I truly believe the only way to repair the current is to use the very nature and principles that led us to this point. I could write pages about the very essence of the problem and the emotional responses, presumably bad business plans, apparent laziness, and on and on to point fingers in literally hundreds of directions and case by case a solution for each problem. That's what we, grassroots motorsports, have always done, and just over a longer period. We fix the issues one by one. Example, racers ask for adjustable shocks so they don't have to buy so many. The sanctioning body responds after a careful consideration and allows it. Seeing an opportunity, they get a sponsor for the series from the shock companies, presumably helping strengthen the series and help the racers. But the shock company has employees to pay and overhead to cover. Shock sales are up, but now the race to the next best thing, as was the original case on how the adjustable shocks came to be in the first place, has already started. Prices go up slightly and racers get better shocks. Better shocks makes cars faster, faster cars win races. The money spent on the rest of the car is of no use if faster cars with better shocks are winning. 
Anderson. Okay. I think <clears throat> for some for some reasons, uh, the, just the way that read didn't make sense at first. The way that I would read that is basically uh, you you've already put X amount of dollars in your car, um, but now your car, regardless of those X amount of dollars, is is. Uh, obsolete maybe is the wrong word but um antiquated well if you don't now if you don't get you know the xyz shock package that's winning the races um all of the rest of that money is of little consequence because you're getting beat by cars that are the same motor same chassis but have better shocks right is the way i would i guess i would interpret that that's a pretty solid way to interpret it. It just when I read it, it was like right, right. No, it's okay. Uh, yeah. You mean the eight thousand dollars that you spent on the engine doesn't matter because the shocks are right. It was like, uh, no. Oh, it matters. It, <laughs> it matters. <laughs> it's it part of the matters. whole package. <laughs> but I, I see where he's headed with this. So you know, uh, if you can't see how the basic cycle set on repeat, full of good intentions and innovative people trying to help the sport has economically changed every facet of motorsports over a long period of time, then please stop reading now. As the no, propo- see, maybe you should stop reading. You didn't understand. I'm just kidding. No. I'm just Thank kidding. God. One, one sentence does not a full paragraph make. Shots fired. <laughs> just because I can't read it. No, that's uh, it's, it's, it seems very uh, intricate. But obviously it, put a lot of thought into it. And... and it's kind of wordy. Yeah. But <clears throat> I like it. Stop reading now as the proposed solution will only cost both of us a great deal of time and anguish. <laughs> anguish. I love that word. You cannot stop what has happened. It's how America works. It's a good thing. The only way to improve or perhaps save it from itself is by using the power and principles that created it. We don't have to altogether change what currently exists. Uh, kind of, kind of, yeah. I, uh, I do like that the the sentence before that because uh, I and I wish I knew my quotes better, but um, you know, I, it's like probably I think it's Einstein or somebody like that basically said, you know, you cannot solve the problems that you created using the same level of thinking when you created those problems right (laughs) which i think is kind of what uh, the author here the economist was getting at the only way to improve or perhaps save it from itself is by using the power and principles that created it right so you use he's basically saying you have to go back and figure it out over again well and and you know Obviously, well, and here again, I I guess I should let you finish reading the rest of it. But I I think that if I had to guess at this point, I would say that the author is trying to get to the point where, you know, you're talking basic human tendencies, basic, basic capitalist uh, principles that have been applied over and over. And I I like, though, so far that um, because you hear so much of the. Well, it's, you know, it's uh, the the association's fault or it's the chassis builders or it's the racers or, you know, this guy basically said, or girl, maybe, maybe that might be pretty smart. It might be a girl. Um, <laughs> it but, probably is. But, uh, you know, basically said this, this is the natural progression of things. This is, yep. this is the life cycle of how, you know, uh, an economy and a free society, uh, you know, basically works where, you know, you, you get, uh, you get in this cycle and things get, you know, presumably better and better and better. But I mean, it's kind of like, you know, owning a newspaper, right? I mean, not that long ago, you, you, you own a newspaper, you were, you're you good were to go. Set. Now, you know, who would have guessed in, in 20 years, you know, what the, the interwebs have come along. Um, and the way that we all get our news, I mean, it's ridiculous. So, um, you know, so I, I, I kind of like where it's headed at this point. Right. Okay, so to recap a little bit, mm-hmm. I'm going to go back and read that last part. It says, the only way to improve or perhaps save it from itself is by using the power and principles that created it. We don't have to altogether change what currently exists. The choke point right now is obviously the amount of money it takes to compete at any level. 
therefore the supply side is very low. Low supply of racers, the demand on the participants side, however, is great. Many people would love to compete or continue to compete, but simply just cannot justify the expense. Fundamental supply and demand says that the price should be high. Well, because demand, if demand is high and supply is low, um, price price point usually goes goes up. So, I mean, I think they're saying that the, the demand to, to race, I mean, and we see that, um, yep. that there are a lot of people, you know, young people, old people, uh, former racers, people that have never raced that would would want to give it a try um, or would want to try and be somebody in racing or in motorsports. Um, but, you know, the entry points are few and far between and the cost is, uh, is you know, really out of control. And so, and, and that's the from question, that perspective. And that's the question that he poses. Is, is this the solution that we've been looking for? <clears throat> no. we're not looking to make things more expensive we're looking to make them cheaper well um more inclusive is there is that it was that no there's there's more because i'm gonna assume that they're the the next where this person is headed is more likely you know harnessing that demand to you know because what happens over the course of time with supply and demand, um, and I am not an economist, uh, <laughs> and far from it, I am, I, I've just, I'm, I'm just, a bootleg businessman. <clears throat> I'm kind of paying attention to the rest of what's coming because you're starting to sound a lot like the letter. Oh, well, see, there you go. <laughs> I'd love to say great minds, but that's that's probably not the case. Because um, well, the, the letter goes in as uh, well, what, go, go what, ahead. what go typically ahead. happens when supply is low and demand is high. The market adjusts. The market finds a way to meet the demand and stabilize the supply side. We are standing at the edge of a huge opportunity right now. I love that. I love the way that's worded. The chance to save racing as we know it. The key is that the effort must be spearheaded by someone or an organization that isn't controlled by money or corrupt, in quotes, deals. Calling some of these deals corrupt is that's, that's kind, that's kind of kind of flamethrower. Edgy, edgy, I like it. <laughs> I like it. I mean, it's a yeah. Um, well, and just just so I mean, we're on we're on the same page, and our listeners are on the same page. We are not afraid to talk about um, if you want to call it corruption. That might that might that might be a little. A little far at this point, but I, um, I, I think I'd use the word coercion. <laughs> sure, um, but you know, and and awesome that we're already getting emails and feedback, um, and that's we want more of. And right. at the end of the podcast here, we will let you know how to get a hold of us the easiest way. But um, you know, we're not afraid, and we want to get, you know, we want to get representatives from uh, from all of the local racing associations, and we want to get representatives from from you know the manufacturers, and you know, you point us in a direction, um, somebody that we should talk to, or or a question that you want answered, um, and we're not going to be afraid to ask because oh, I'll give them a call right now. <laughs> well, yeah, apparently, yeah, apparently the phone works. So, <laughs> so, but uh, but that's the thing is. Uh, you know, and I, like I said, I really like I really like that this person felt comfortable enough. Um, you know, I wish I wish that we could put a name behind it, but right. um, to to bring this up because uh, I I personally think that this is the type of thinking that's required. Um, you know, we're pretty confident in the Northern Renegade solution, um, yeah. but it's not for everybody. You know, no. not everybody is a sprint car person. Um, not everybody wants to race you know in the manner that that we've proposed um but almost all of us want it to go back to you know the fun well the glory days you know the <laughs> why don't we have four heats of every class and why are we uh you know what happened to all this and i but i do think that you know sitting around and uh um complaining or you know saying oh it's the racetracks they don't pay the racers enough anymore i mean you know i harp on this all the time and you know I, I'm not an expert, but to me, um, it has to be a show and it used to be, there used to be so much to it. And so you've, you know, to maybe expand a little bit, um, 
you've got high demand to get in a low supply of racers um you don't have a high demand of um spectators at this point um you know what i mean and 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 there's no reason for it other than you know in my opinion a lot of the time the technology has advanced beyond the means of the racetrack you know to keep it prepared where you can get um you know these super advanced late models that we have nowadays in a mods um where you can get them racing side by side you know the racetrack yep. just simply it's Doesn't really hold. hard to be good enough to to do that so and you know again more show topics i mean more things that we can discuss and get some racetracks on the line and um people that prepare the racetracks that are in the trenches you know trying to do this let's get their opinion but and then, then we can compare notes from track to track. <clears throat> Absolutely. Because not all these places have got the same dirt. No, no, goodness, no. No, we know that. <laughs> you know, so we know what that. works at one track isn't necessarily going to work at another, but maybe it'll spark a thought that says, hey, I know how we can make something similar work for us. Right. Absolutely. But I, I really like the the email thus far and the fact that, you know, if you look at it from a basic, I mean, because that's what this is. We're talking, this is business, you yep. know, um, even right. though to us, it's so much more than that. Um, it has to run like a business, you know, and without that, without the, you know, the supply and demand being in balance, um, you know, it just seems to me that, you know, your that business is going to struggle. Yep. Okay. Now, after the money and corrupt deals, it says so. so. <laughs> yeah, <corrupt>. is that <laughs> I'm going to get through the last part of this. Yeah, and we yeah can sorry. Should have let you the whole thing, probably. <laughs> it's, it says, uh, la, 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 by someone or an organization that isn't controlled by money or corrupt deals. So how do we harness this demand? Big ass question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we changed the mindset of the participants using the very principles that created this situation. We use money and drive the... Si- <clears throat> I, I threw a comma in there because mm-hmm. we use money and the drive for success to create an opening for our new participants to join in. We need to make a participant in an entry-level class feel silly for spending way too much to win a race in a field filled with economical race cars hmm. impossible question mark nah that's what it says that's what it, it says. says impossible question mark nope if it is then i feel there is literally almost no way to solve the problem on a local level yeah then it says I wish to remain anonymous as I have been verbally trashed for my ideas in the past but I really hope that my ideas find some traction with your organization and together we can start to fix these issues do we have a return no any way to get a hold of this person (laughs) no literally it was signed an economist with a racing problem well Mr. and Mrs. Economist with a racing problem please continue to uh, to uh, and and don't feel that way because you know first off they're in my opinion um, send me a follow up email to this because I'm, I'm not exactly sure that making them feel silly well, making them feel silly might be the right sentiment. Probably not the right, yeah. Probably not but the it's right probably not the right that. action. <clears throat> well, first off, uh, to clarify um, something I feel pretty strongly about, the, uh, you know, trashing people on the internet. Um, you know, everybody's a hero behind their keyboard. Um, well, he, but, doesn't, he doesn't say anything about the internet. So. No, no. Well, I'm assuming because he did need to say or she said something about wishing to rename, remain anonymous because of uh, yeah, I've been verbally that, trashed for my ideas in the past. Okay, yeah. Well, perhaps it's not on the internet. Then I just uh, <clears throat> maybe I'm paraphrasing there, but um, that's where I see it the most. And you know. There are there are some ideas that are out there, um, yeah, like Pluto area. But, but th- this one seems to be a whole lot more between uh, you, the atmosphere and here. You want to talk about supply and demand, though. That's if you want to help immediately fix, um, you know, a sport that you love. Um, 
then take an active role. And by taking an active role, that doesn't mean punching a bunch of bad words into your computer or telling somebody that they're they're silly or that their ideas are stupid. I'm talking or sitting in the grandstands on social media on your phone bitching about the racetrack that you're at. Right, right. Now, there, it, you are contributing to the decline. You are, you know, well, you know, and once again, you know, I'm going to start preparing quotes for the show. I, <laughs> I know so many like partial quotes. I know part of them and I get the gist of them, but you know, it's uh, I think it's a Benjamin Franklin um, or no, it's a F- FDR. Uh, one of those. Anyway, Why very prominent you person. Independent president. <laughs> well, it was it, basically, it just said, you know, uh, you know, oh, you know, complaining or well, I don't remember now. I'm, I'm going to look it up. I will look it up and find it for you. But basically, if if you're going to uh, going to say negative things without providing a solution, um, that's called. And for the sake of the show, I'm going to say complaining. That's, yeah. you know, that's it's uh, we'll stipulate that com- complaining is not is not uh, beneficial to anybody. We all know the problems. We all know there's lots of problems. But, um, you know, you want to do something you don't like the way the racetrack runs, then start showing up to the meetings and start helping out and start putting your two cents where they you know it's kind of like the old, you know, if you don't vote, then you don't really get to complain about, you know, who's in charge. Right. Um, and that's kind of the way I feel about this. And, yeah. uh, you know, once again, thank you to this uh, this anonymous person for reaching out with something. I mean, that some content that we could use on the show, but um, I thank think you, Mr. Economist. Yes. Or, or yeah, the mystery, Economist. the mystery economist with the racing problem. Um, but I really like the concept of the idea of, of using um, you know, some of these same principles uh, of, of human nature and yeah. and whatever. And I and I get the idea, you know, like you said, silly maybe is the wrong word. Um, but you know what? If you are if you are beating everybody and you got, you know, three times the amount of money in your stuff that they have. How do you, how can you really be you proud of should, that? You should. You should feel a little bit stupid. Awkward about that. <laughs> hey, did you hear the sensor kicking? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, good job. But no, that's the thing is, uh, you know, it and and perhaps um, you could utilize some of that, you know, created leverage, maybe you'd say, um, to get these guys into an appropriate class. Um, so you can be, you know, everybody wants to be a big fish, but there's a lot of big fish in, in little tiny seas, yep. you know. And, and a lot of those guys are maybe hesitant to jump up to the bigger sea because of, you know, X amount of dollars. They, they have so much into their car or into their operation um, to, to be the big fish in the little sea. Um, they don't necessarily want to go be a little fish in a big sea. But, right. Right. you know, two, two problems or twofold problem with that is, one, it doesn't open up any opportunities for... Um, the newer racers um, or the the lesser funded teams to become somebody over the course of time. Um, so you see those, you know, a lot of that, those people drop off. Um, the other problem is that those people don't, th- that are, that are doing that are holding themselves back. And so the fans are actually missing out on watching the best racers. You know, when you get to, you know, an A mod or a lay model, I mean, those those are not entry level classes. I mean, regardless, I don't care if you could get them down to where you know they're five thousand dollar cars or whatever. Right. Those those classes should be when I started in late models, um, and back to Hibbing, um, you know when when we took the green and all those cars stepped out of line and you saw every one of those guys that you know I've been watching since I was a kid. Um, you know, you were you were as awestruck as anything. But in those days, you know, you couldn't just purchase speed. Um, in those days, you had to you had to be fast, and if you weren't fast, you got moved or whatever. And there was a level of respect that you had to attain before you were, you know, one of that group. You know, yep. and I think that's one of the things. And I think if you asked, um, in fact, I know because I've asked a handful of them. Um, I think that's one of the things that the, some of the more veteran racers are um, frustrated with in today's racing side is that you really don't have to pay your dues per se to be fast. And that doesn't mean that the, the new guys don't deserve, you know, to win or whatever. Um, but it is it is very frustrating. Um, it, it frustrated me a lot to uh, to get beat by what you didn't feel like was necessarily the, 
more skill or whatever, but it was it was more of a wallet. Right. And I think, you know, to fix these supply and demand, um, you know, problems, you know, both from a spectator side and from a racer side, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to back up just a little bit because the one, you know, this just... <laughs> There was one sentence in that email that I, and I don't remember exactly which one it was, but basically said something about readjusting, um, oh, readjusting, you know, what, what you, you know, your term of success. Um, and I, I wish I could remember which, which line it was. I know you're looking, but, um, to me, this is, this is one of the most, one of the greatest overlooked things in all of, especially local motorsports. Now, now you tell me if I'm wrong, but when you and I first got into racing, we were both street stock guys. Um, I'd been a mini stock guy for a little while, you know, as a teenager. Um, the thing that we didn't realize at the time was the value in what was happening or what we were doing was the friendships that we made and the time we put in the garage and the um, the the people around us the people that we met i mean would you disagree with that nope you're you're looking really hard at that email. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually kind of trying to read it over again um, just to see where the, where that was at and what the context was is but if you, um, uh, if in my opinion, I, I wouldn't trade all the mistakes I made racing for anything. Right. I spent like more money than I should have. We all did, and didn't do very well. I think I I raced off and on in junk for about fifteen years. Mm-hmm. I won one semi feature. Legitimately won one time. It was the first car to the checkered flag. (laughs) One time. You were there. You saw it. Yep. And I almost gave it away because I thought the guy in front of me ran out of gas after the checkered flag and there's waiting to throw the checkered flag. I literally slowed down to push him to the pit. Right. I was just going to hook up behind him down to the pit. Yep. And I went, uh, maybe I better goose it a little bit and see better, what happens. Better finish the race first. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, hey, you won that one. Huh? huh? Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> yep. But that's, uh, you know, I guess the, the point of what I'm trying to say is that if you want to make the most immediate change um, in local motorsports, in my opinion, um, you change the context of what success means. If you can convince a racer that, um, you know, taking his, taking his, uh, you know, the car that he can afford. Bye, Jim. <laughs> our vice president of Northern Renegades, Jim, just spoke in and said he's headed out for the day. A slacker. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, um, if you take, if you could take the, that, that impression where, you know, winning, you know, uh, you know, let's take the BMOD, the local BMOD class, you know, um, Skeeter SD is the top of the heap yeah. and, you know, a phenomenal talent. And, um, you know, if your goal, if your measure of success is to beat Skeeter on a consistent basis, um, Rock you, you've got a really, really tough challenge ahead of you. And a really steep learning curve. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this guy's in the garage, you know, six days a week. Um, and that's only if he's racing on the seventh day. Um, <laughs> so, and, and, uh, you know, he eats, sleeps, breathes, you know, racing and his son, those are his, those are his priorities. And, um, they're, uh, you know, he's just just one of those guys that just has it. I mean, you can put him in anything, and he's going to be successful. Um, but if if your measure of success is that you know I'm going to go out there and and uh, you know beat Skeeter or whatever, well, that's that's likely not going to happen. Yeah, uh, sadly, for a long time, <laughs> my biggest measure of success was whether or not I could finish a damn feature. Yeah, well, that's you know I'm. <laughs> I, I know this is a this might be kind of an out there concept, um, but if you really want to impact, um, you know, racing around you, then you know, take those friends and you know all of the all the great people that you've met in racing, um, and and go and have a great time. 
no matter how you finish or how your guy finishes or whatever and don't be afraid to encourage the the people that aren't winning that they're doing a great job and they're putting on a great show and and the time that you're spending in that race car or in the garage or with your family um that's the value in this. We are not professional racers as much as my, you know many of us would love to be. Um, we're not. And at the end of the day, um, if you don't have that, you know, if that's not your measure of success, at some point you're going to hit the wall, and not not literally, but you're going to, you know, economically, uh, emotionally, whatever, you're going to you're going to hit this 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 wall where you just say did i just waste the last x amount of years of my life and you know and all of this money no and i i know because i've been there and uh um i'm not saying no you're not going to hit that wall i'm saying no you didn't waste that money or that time in your life exactly but if if you can't realize that if you can't get over the fact that you know you didn't you didn't win you didn't have a points championship you didn't do whatever that you know that carrot was that you thought was the measure of success that was correct um you know this is why we're losing um there there was a long time where i did think that way mm-hmm. oh we all did we all you know. and and we're we're born and and we're we're raised that you know winning is winning you know that's why we all hate that like they said the participation trophy and all that no there's a winner and there's a loser and that's <laughs> and, the way that it is and the guy that said winning isn't everything obviously never won right right yeah because <laughs> I mean, so yeah. so we're not, you know and like i said i'm not trying to discount you know because that's you know the emotion and the good guys and the bad guys and that's part of what makes racing you know and the drama and whatever and you need that you need that uh, that fire to try and compete and to win um you know to create that and to to make it interesting but but if you can't do that and still have the friendships the camaraderie and just the flat out good time Right. Yeah, if you ain't having fun, you are. You shouldn't be doing yeah. this. Your your parents taught you when you were growing up. If you're not having fun, stop. Mm-hmm. Don't do it if you're not having fun. Right. At least mine did. Right. You know, and I had a blast when I was doing it. But every year at the end of the season, I go, God, I could have spent that money on this or that or this or that. Right. And then I did it again the next year. Right. I was I was lost for a little while. Um, when I quit because racing just continued on without me and I was I mean and I know that sounds maybe conceited to it say has, or whatever it but it has that way of treating us like yesterday's trash but you go well nobody even realizes I'm not there you know what I mean mm. but then I you know I went back to watch or to help or whatever and and used to and as you walk through the pittery you know I, I slowly came to that realization that you know my driving career or the results of of my my having driven that race car um it really is insignificant you know what i mean um and you didn't and you didn't have a jimmy mars type career no no goodness no (laughs) but you had a pretty solid career i i'm i'm very proud of everything and all you know and i'd love to say that that i did a lot of it i I was driving the car a lot of time, but there's so many people and you know, and this oh, is, yeah. but this is where this comes from. There's so many people behind the scenes that help you support you, uh, both financially, physically, whatever. Um, and how many, of the, how many of those guys did you meet because of racing? The, I'm going to say that 90% of my friends, uh, my, my, what I consider, you know, family, extended family, um, has come from racing in various forms. You know, we, we right. do this kid snowmobile racing deal now, which is awesome. And we'll, you know, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. want to get, don't want to get off on this tangent right now, but, um, you know, it's another form and there's a lot of, uh, current and former racers who kids, whose kids race in this series. Yep. And, um, and, yeah, and one of them's actually coming back to be a renegade this year. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll get into new teams too, but that's, um, in, in all of its form that that this common thread that that kind of you know binds us all together I mean we're all we're all cut basically out of the same cloth we're all competitive you know we get heated we we believe in stuff we believe in each other we believe in ourselves um, and you know I I wouldn't trade you know both the time learning the measure of myself like what I'm made out of right. behind the wheel of the car and as a person um, 
or the relationships. I mean, I just spent some time earlier talking about Rennie Hughes. I mean, that's a racing, that's a racing relationship that came out that, you know, helped the guy through a really tough time. So, um, that's, you know, if there's a greater point to this email and I, you know, I hate to speak for this, the economist here, but, uh, (laughs) um, that's, that's my takeaway aside from, you know, we can really dig into the nuts and bolts, you know, in future episodes here. And we'd love, you know, again, give us your input. Um, but uh, if you want a one size fits all, what can I do to help today? Um, you know, be supportive and change, maybe change your measure of success a little bit to reflect all of the great things that still exist, even in this form of racing that we've all, you know, have have taken some issues with. Right. Um, you know these people around us um whether they're sprint car guys or modified guys or hornet guys girls uh you know they're we're all we're all the same people you know one way or the other and uh if you can if you can find the value in that which there is a tremendous amount of value in that um man you know tomorrow or next season you know this is the whole bring a friend to the racetrack deal you know um (laughs) it it, it really is it's uh you know these are the changes that we can make without changing anything fundamental without having to go to you know wazota or imca or the northern renegades or whatever and beg for rule changes or you know this and that you know and and that's really one of my favorite parts of this email was that context of hey we didn't get here because of evil people trying to steer us in this direction no we got it we got here because of the natural market progression that's the way that this works you know it's it's all a supply and a function of supply and demand and people you know the market adjusting to find and fill people's needs and um you know they're you know, you could, it's easy to say, well, you, there, this should be capped or you shouldn't allow this or you shouldn't allow that. Um, but, you know, this is this is capitalism. This is how it works. And this is part of what makes America so great. Um, we just have to find a way to reverse that. And I honestly, I, I feel like that's the most and that's part I, of why, you know, I, we had talked earlier. And I, I said this is what that's, this email was very timely because right. um, this was one of the first points that I really am passionate about. And I know you feel the same way that you you have to see where the true value is in here, you know. Racing is too damn expensive as it is to not understand that it, you're not spending all the money on the race car. No, no. You're spending all that money on family. Yep. And building family. Yep. And lifetimes worth of memories. And those people, whether we choose to accept that they're there or utilize them, um, those people that we always remember from back in the day that would bend over backwards to get you back on the racetrack or to help you out. I mean, when my mom got sick, um, this, you know, the, the, the true family, yeah, the outpouring <laughs> of support, um, came not from our our friends outside of the circle of racing it came from our our racing family people yep. that i i hadn't talked to since you and i were turning laps in street stocks that yeah that you don't want to say you've forgotten about them but they're not top of your mind you haven't you haven't said their name you haven't you know thought specifically about since those days yeah but the out of the out of sight out of mind thing comes into play but then life just gets in the way right well we're all busy everybody's busy um but you know through facebook and and all this you know these awesome ways that we can reach each other now um you know we got so many messages from people that uh you know and and they weren't just hey you know I'm sorry to hear this hope everything's going good we're praying for you, I mean genuine help you know yep. you tell me what you need and you will have it we will take care of it for you yep. and you know I haven't talked to this person for 15 years <laughs> you know but but you but, but I but I trust those words because I've said those to people myself you know. Um, that that's because you you have that connection or you still still do have that connection yeah. so yeah and, and it's a strong one i mean i know i've made the offer myself many times to many different people and i've followed up on it several times mm-hmm. because people have called me and said hey i really don't like doing this and i'm like i don't care what you like doing you need help let's go yeah let's do it you yeah. know it, no it's uh that but that you know the overall message i guess is you know readjust readjust your measure of success um just because you're not winning 
races per se, or you're not winning as many races as you think you should. Um, if you're not winning races at all, the scariest, the scariest thing I've seen in, in motorsports, um, is people purchasing new race cars. Um, and one, they're scared to death of them because they've spent so much on them that they don't want to risk screwing them up. So they're willing to pay more to have somebody else just adjust them or, or fix them or whatever. Um, but yet they got a five-gallon can of gas under the stairs in the back hall of the house. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? No, it's... It, it's kind of the same concept. Yep. You just put $10 worth of gas in the most expensive thing you own that could destroy it. Yep. And you didn't think twice about it, but now you've got a toy that you're going to replace in five years mm-hmm. and you're afraid to go out and put a dent in it. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's not, really? you know, it, you're, they're, they're afraid to, uh, maybe afraid's the wrong word, but, uh, you know, this used to be about like getting your hands dirty and, yep. you know, Hey, it's broke, you know, then weld something together and make it happen. Get back out there. You know, I, I built a lot of motors. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And, um, you know, we can't change all of that or, you know, I hate the word can't, but, um, you know, it's, it's it, the way our society is just how busy we are. You know, we are in a, you know, buy your fruit pre-cut society because you don't have to want to take the time to do it. Right. Yeah. You have other ways of making money that can, you know, a block so, of cheese is cheaper than shredded, but you're going to pay the extra two bucks right. for the shredded. Right. Cause you don't, you don't want to necessarily take the time. And that's, um, so some of that stuff is just fundamental changes, but, um, you know the the concerning thing is the I've spent X amount of dollars and I'm still not there, but I'm getting beat by a product you know X Y Z, and so I'm gonna buy that product now. So I have the same thing as as uh, this racer, and now I've spent more money than you know what I even was comfortable with initially, yep. and the results still m- maybe aren't there. Yep. And at, at some point, you run out of other things because none of us want to believe that it's me, right? I mean, I'm, I could beat Skeeter if I had his stuff. Well, probably, uh, no, you probably not. <laughs> you know, probably not. He was you, talking you, about me specifically. No, absolutely not. But you don't drive the car the same way he does. You, you. It's no, and it, and that's. But here again, you readjust what you define success as. Um, mm-hmm. To see the value in the things that are happening around you lifetime i mean um, why do you go on vacation why did you buy a boat it's memories why do you have the house you've got well and why did you buy that car why didn't you buy that one yep and to me you know everybody's got a little different theory in life but to me you know it's so much of it is the experience you know and the ride and you know the memories made and whatever and uh you know some of the most trying difficult times in racing are the times that i you know the days that you probably hated um now to me are the most valuable days you know what i mean the days when you really when you really got to measure who you were or you know the people around you whatever so um but yeah, I mean, you know, you know, the glory fades, but the memories last forever. Well, it's, I mean, what else you got? You know, as far as we know, we get one, we get one trip around and, uh, you know, that's why I love, I, I put it on Facebook all the time, but, uh, you know, the sprint car with the right rear wheel, just a little bit off the wall, you know, and it's, and it's basically, you know, kind of the get busy living or get busy dying, yep. you know, motto. It's, uh, you know, the, I don't, I'm not, and here again, I just keep trying to blank, but, um, you know, it's basically the, uh, the Robert blue on the, on the curb. Yeah. And, um, I should pull it up on my, my uh, no, no, computer here, but no. it's, uh, you're not allowed to cheat like that. Something to the effect of, um, you know, those, you know, many people or, or the, um, you know, those of us that push like that, you, you, may not live forever um but some people like never live at all you know what i mean and i I, it's a lot more eloquent than that but that's the bottom line and um you know hey props to anybody that gets out there and does it and uh um you know puts the hammer down and figures out what they're made out of you know what i mean that's uh that's that's cool stuff regardless if you got 15th or or 12th or first you know i, I was pretty solid at 14th yeah well i'm you know cedar lake speedway in a, in a traditional sprint hey, car i am captain 13 yeah that's i was i was the 12th or 13th place guy that's that's kind of my uh, lockdown position so i'm um, with you guaranteed. but you know we talked about this though and i'm not sure if it was on the stuff we released or not but oh yeah you know 
you uh, you keep that adrenaline rush. I mean, that's there you go. There's your personal value in in yep. that is uh, you know that one that one kid that thinks you're really somebody. You know, he don't care that you're a fifteenth. You know what I mean? He's yep. he just he loves your car. He loves watching you, and he wants to be like you. I mean, it don't get any better than that. Yep. So, I used to wonder why the hell I bought pictures. Yeah, but then you'd get that little kid that'd come up and get the picture from you just because you were there right and it was like yeah all right no that's awesome everything was that's better then i I, I went to one picture night when i was living down in the cities i went and raced out in uh grove creek Mm -hmm. and i raced there regularly yep that was a fun track and they had their picture night i rolled the car out there i had some pictures set stack on the car didn't talk to one person the whole freaking time i was on the racetrack oh really and i was like all right whatever yeah I think I finished third that night in the feature, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, "Okay, I'm good." good. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. No, it's. Uh, I don't know. There's there's so much there's so many uh, you know facets to this, oh, yeah. um, you know, and that's uh, it's not a it's not a Northern Renegade, it's not Rosota, it's not IMCA, it's not you know the. USMP, what we're talking about outlaws it's not yeah the world of wheels it's these are all these are all forms of of ways to uh to to get involved with you know what we're talking about here but uh they're not that's not it get involved with re-evolving right right so you know like i said but please 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 send us uh send us your thoughts and your emails and your your facebook comments and um you know yeah because we're on facebook at rod podcast facebook.com slash that backwards one rod podcast and that'll take you right to the rod podcast renegades on dirt podcast page and our sprints.com is the website (laughs) correct we are there is a page for us on the nrsprints.com and where the hell else are we everywhere we're gonna be everywhere, right? Well, the the <laughs> Northern Renegades, which you can also send messages to, but we're on Instagram and everything else. So, um, yeah, the, the Northern Renegades non-wing sprint car series is on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Renegades on dirt, us talking, right? The podcast where we're gonna get people like Jory Hughes and Ron Bernhagen, and we're gonna get Lance Solom, Matt Bowl, Matt Bowl. Uh, we'll get Trevor Aarons and Jake Inglestad. I want to get Eric from Ashland. We'll get Jory Hughes on. I'd like to get that one guy from down by the cities that I can never Try. remember his name. Troy? Or Neil? No. no. Uh, the sprint car guy. Troy Gessner? Delansky. Oh, yeah. Well, we can get Delansky. <laughs> we have uh, actually God, have his number. I could never remember his name when Craig, I need to. Craig Delansky. <laughs> yep. I know he's going to be involved with the UMSS this year, so yes. it'll be good to get him on and <clears throat> talk to him. He's, yeah. a, he's had a pretty rock star career. But anyway, back to Renegades on Dirt. Send us a instant message. Email us. It's rodpodcast at nrsprints.com. Get on the website. Get on our Facebook. Let us know what you want to talk about. What what things are bothering you? Yeah. What you think is a corrupt practice? We'll get tracks on and we'll talk to them and we'll ask them. Serious, everybody. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, we don't. We want this to be the outlet, one of the outlets, and uh, hopefully to give everybody a voice and to help them find their. Footing. Um, well, we we're all searching, and everybody I think or the majority of people want to help, and but they might not believe in you know the Renegades what we have going on. They might not believe in you know Wazota. They might not, but we all believe in this fundamental thing, and and it's really tough. You know, as the emailer said, it's really tough to put into words what that fundamental thing is. But you know. Let this be. Let this be one of the one of the small ways that we can uh, start to find, you know, our common our common the, denominator, the common, the common ground, ground here, and uh, start lending a hand where uh, where we can really start turning this thing back the way that we want it to be. And we're going to start figuring out a way to keep this thing 
Renegades on Dirt podcast down to about an hour. Bam, chicken soup. <laughs> We're at about twenty right now. So. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, that last last time went by quick. You can edit some of that out. You can you can use it, your magic editing wand. But for now, we're gonna get going, and we should be back within the next two weeks with another broadcast, another episode, another Kaylee and Randy BS session. Yeah. That's hopefully not not so long. I'm gonna spend a little bit of money and try to get some things and make this podcast a little bit better and we're going to try and get somebody on the phone next week uh, we're not awesome. real sure who but we'll get somebody on the phone and maybe it'll be somebody controversial or oh well, i don't know i don't know anybody con- well i know a lot of people that are controversial just not about racing <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> anyway hit us up on facebook at renegades on dirt podcast <laughs> send us an email rod podcast at nrsprints.com and we'll keep doing this as long as y'all keep wanting to listen we got liquid nitro energy drink sponsoring us for the rest of the year old world meats out of hermantown duluth minnesota the residuo family they've been doing the meat game for 68 ah, close to 70 years and they helping us out this year with their line of beef sticks with over 20 flavors oh I haven't, I haven't tried them all yet. Oh, I guess I haven't either. I didn't realize there was that many. Uh, I'll swing into the store and check it out. So. And you can check them out online at oldworldmeats.com. Chameleon Batteries. Chameleon Batteries Chameleon help batteries. empower us to the finish line every time we go to the racetrack. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. This is Randy. And Kaylee. And we'll see you next time. Northern Renegades Non-Wing Sprint Car Series welcomes back Liquid Nitro Energy Drink for the 2019 season. Liquid Nitro's Herbal Energy Drink, the best tasting energy drink on the market. Ask for it by name, get it in your retailers, in your vending machines. Liquid Nitro Energy, giving you the power to make it to the finish line. Liquid Nitro Energy Drink, it's no bull. Yeah.